Hallelujah. That is that is what we are looking at. Are you gonna still serve God? Are you gonna work for Him all the rest of your life, even if you are not being paid, beloved? This year, as much as we are expecting God to bless us, we should analyze our relationship with God. Hallelujah, and make a decision concerning supporting the kingdom of God sacrificially. Sacrificially means it's going to cost you something. Okay. It's going to cost you your time. It's going to cost you your money. Hallelujah. It's going to cost you prayers. It's going to cost you standing in the gap for others, mm -hmm. for yeah. the work of God, for the kingdom of God to be promoted. Hallelujah. Yeah. For God's power to touch lives. Because yes. none God could do on this earth without doing it through us. Beloved, we also are confronted with the issue of fake pastors and prophets mm -hmm. who are attracted to the glory, hallelujah, <clears throat> the eminence, the blessings that God released on those that faithfully serve him, those that are called into assignment, into ministry. Many look at that glory, and even though they are not called, because of the glory, because of what they could get for their own selfish gain and interest, allow Satan to use them to deceive many. Hallelujah. But those that are called into ministry, those that are called as pastors uh, in various uh, ministries in the kingdom of God, is born by the Spirit of God. And you become a pastor or a prophet or a servant of God Amen. by heart. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. By heart. You work out of your heart. Hallelujah. Amen. The word of God says, by their fruits, you shall know them. Hallelujah. And many are gone out faking as prophets and pastors, deceiving many. And we are to let the spirit of God open our eyes. But I've realized that sometimes it's strictly so we should pay attention to the fruits, mm. the fruits these people bear. Hallelujah. From my experience, let's pay attention to the fruits because they could easily deceive us with fake miracles, editing videos that are edited at the background and streaming all over on TV networks and YouTubes to make it look like those miracles are real. But we are to go by the fruits that these people bear. Hallelujah. Beloved, as children of God, we all have an assignment of service to help with God's work. Mm -hmm. If you go through scriptures, there are parables that Jesus spoke, but compare the kingdom of God to vineyard. Vineyard, uh, you know, it's like a farm where the vine tree is planted and it is harvested for human consumption in different uh, categories. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. As, as a pastor, I did not just get here overnight to just start preaching the word of God. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. I was called and it started as a seed from the first ministry 
that I, I was delivered at. I was, I was touched by the power of God. And the Spirit of God opened my eyes to see the need that needed to be met. And said that it's a new ministry. And God said, be a, a, an usher. And I served in that capacity as an usher with all my passion, with all my strength. Why? Because I heard from God that I should stand in the gap for that ministry as an usher. Became the head usher. I served around the pastor and rose through the ranks uh, to become a, a, a Sunday school teacher, went to the next ministry. And that is where the calling came. I was, I was, I was picked to become a lightweight church of God and cry blessings to our own Bishop Ron Gibson. And through that ministry, I was called as a minister, groomed and shaped to become an elder through the churches of God and Christ denomination. And then when I was ordained as an elder, serving faithfully and consistently, not letting the leadership or the 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 the, the um the, the the leadership get into my head but being a faithful servant mm, being a faithful servant amen. and pursuing the heart of God serving faithfully not even uh with a desire to become a pastor or an elder or a minister or I knew that there was needs in house at the house of God that needed to be met. So I will avail myself. I'll be faithful and consistent. And through service, God took me to the ranks to become a pastor. But I see that same anointing being transferred to my children. When God called us to start a ministry like we church of God in Christ, the first church is our home. And my children were obedient. They were supportive. Whether they wanted to go to church or not go to church, up to now as we speak, my children are our technical support. God bless them and release provision over their lives, grace and favor. They are technical supporting and they, they, they are capable of doing anything technologically. Hallelujah. It is by the grace of God. So you see the same anointing has been transferred to my children. Even my last uh, uh, child, Esther, who is the 10 years old, is posting uh, messages on, 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 on Facebook when we are in service. Hallelujah. 10 years old, posting the word of God. And through that, I see the calling of God on her life. When the whole household was sick last month, I see her. Holding the mantle, he walked to the mother and said, I want to preach the word of God. Mm -hmm. And went on, 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 on camera, just preaching the word of God. And I was amazed by what God is doing in this 10-year-old girl's life. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. But we see that there are needs in the house of God that require our service, that require our support that require our head. First lady, could you uh, read Matthew chapter 9, verse 35 to 38? Matthew chapter 9, verse 35 to 38. 
and the Bible reads, Jesus went throughout all the cities and villages in Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every kind of disease and every kind of sickness. When he saw the crowds, he was moved with compassion and pity for them because they were dispirited and distressed like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is indeed plentiful, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest. Pray to yes. the Lord of the harvest to send workers. Who are the workers that Christ is talking about? You and I. Amen. Hallelujah. And it would take us to meet these needs in people of God's life. He said, compassion came on the heart of Jesus, looked at the need, plethora of needs mm -hmm. that is multitude face, and even as symbolic as, you know, um, the kingdom of God now that we, 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 we are experiencing. So there are needs that needs to be met, and the power of God will use us when we avail ourselves for service unto God. Hallelujah. Amen. If you want God to bless you, if you want your expectations to materialize, avail yourself this year oh for the power of God to use you to meet the needs mm. in his house, to meet the needs. Because the, the situation we are faced with now, many are forsaking mm. the things of God. Many are walking away from their relationship with God. And so this service today is to kind of highlight the importance of not neglecting service to God and availing ourselves for God to use us to meet his needs in his people's life. God touch us and his expectation is that we also will be used to touch the lives of others. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Beloved, even though we are fellowshipping in our local churches, whatever church that you are, you are a member of or partner with, we are all part of what? The body of Christ. Yes. The word of the Lord says in, in Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12 to 20 says, say we have been all been baptized into the body of Christ through God's spirit. Mm -hmm. We are like members of our body with different parts, mm -hmm. but we perform different assignments and even the least of our membership is very important, hallelujah. Mm -hmm. The way that God says, God has placed much, much honor onto the, 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 the membership of our body just imagine if you can't go. Just imagine if you can't eliminate, you, your elimination system uh, has a sickness and you cannot urinate. You have people carrying uh, 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 bags, catheters. You have people uh, carrying colostomy bags because there's something wrong with your intestine and your bowel movement has been impacted. And that is, you, you are, might not consider that part of your body as so much important, but it, it's fun, the functions of it 
will, you know, is very important. And that is how God has placed all of us that he calls into his kingdom, into ministry. Hallelujah. When you are saved, God is expecting you to be a vessel that he uses to bring more people into his kingdom, to support his kingdom. Let's look at Hagar chapter 1, verse 3 to 11. It was a situation that the Israelites faced just as we are in our lives today. There was a pandemic. The coronavirus has hit. There was killing, stealing, destruction. This time, when God spoke through prophet Haggai, the people of Israel have gone into bondage and captivity because of their disobedience to the word of God. And so the house of God needed to be built, but they have forsaken. Everybody else was looking for, you know, what will benefit them. Everybody else was working hard so that they could make lots of money. They were building businesses, careers, jobs, education, and no one was paying attention to the house of God that was in ruins, that was in torture, that was in destruction, that was in desolation. So God spoke through his prophet. Could you read that for us? Haggai chapter 1, verse 3 to 11. Yes. Then the word of the Lord came by Haggai the prophet, saying, it is time for you yourselves to live in your expensive paneled houses while this house of the Lord lies. I apologize. Is it time for you yourselves to live in your expensive paneled houses while this house of the Lord lies in ruins? Now, therefore, thus said the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. Consider your ways and thoughtfully reflect on your conduct. Yes. You have planted much, but you harvest little. Yes. You eat but you do not have enough. Yes. You drink, but you do not have enough to be intoxicated. Hallelujah. You clothe yourselves, but no one is warm enough. And he who earns wage earns them just to put them in a bag with holes mm. in it because God has withheld his blessings. Mm. Thus said the Lord of hosts. Yes. Consider your ways and thoughtfully reflect on your conduct. Mm. Go up to the hill country, bring lumber and mm. rebuild my house that I may be pleased with it and be glorified, says the Lord, accepting it as done for mm. my glory. Wow. You look for much harvest, but it comes to little. Wow, and wow, even wow. when you bring that home, wow. I blow it away, my wow, God. Wow. Why, says the Lord of hosts, because of my house, which lies in ruins, while each of you runs to his own house, mm. eager to enjoy it. Therefore, because of you, that is your sin and disobedience, mm. the heavens withhold the dew and the earth withholds its produce. Wow. I called for a drought on the land and the hill country, on the grain and on the new wine, on the oil and on what the ground produces, mm. on men and on cattle and on all the labor of your hands. Wow. Did you hear the word of the Lord? Hallelujah. God's call for the Israelites to build his house or church mm -hmm. in our time as we are experiencing now. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Could be compared to the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. Why? Because this is be because the church building mm -hmm. is and his activities 
was giving us a blueprint, a blueprint to the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. So it was to establish the foundation, it was used to confess so that it will be symbolic of the kingdom of God coming. Mm. So when it was time for God to introduce the kingdom of God, we have seen a replica of it. Mm -hmm. We have seen a replica of the kingdom of God through the church and its activities. That's why God saw it and deemed it very important for the church to be built. God's expectation for supporting his kingdom on earth will require every child of God taking their what? Rightful spiritual position. Rightful spiritual position to serve and help build the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12 to 26. Take time and read that and understand the body of Christ. How God's kingdom is it's, it's, it's designed just as our body. And that everyone plays a big role, even the, the one that sweeps the church, make sure that the, the church is kept clean is very important. Yes. So there's no service little for God. Everything you do, God yes. sees it as very important and will reward you. Matthew chapter 4, verse seven, 17. From that time, Jesus began to preach, say, repent, change your inner self, your old way of thinking, regret past sins, live your life in a way that proves repentance. Mm -hmm. Seek God's purpose for your life. Why? For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So how are we going to uh, uh, ensure that the kingdom of heaven that is at hand that have been preached since Jesus came, since the new covenant covenant was introduced through Jesus. How is it going to reach others? How is it going to reach others? The kingdom of God will reach many just as members of the body, you and I, we get into our rightful places as we seek the face of God. What? To give us what? The heart of a servant. Amen. Before we we'll, we'll, we'll could serve well, and the way God wants us to serve, we are to seek God for the heart of a servant. Mm -hmm. The grace to be servants of God. Because servants of God carry a burden for Jesus in relation to the passion they exercise doing the work of God. Mm -hmm. So if you have the heart of a servant, it comes with a passion. It comes with an anointing. It comes with a grace to do the work of God, which brings fulfillment so that your, your fuel do not burn and you, you become uh, very, uh, you become someone that complains mm -hmm. around the house of God. The question is, what burden are you willing to carry for Jesus? Okay. What burden today are you willing to carry for Jesus? I know you have your uh, uh, um, New Year's resolution mm -hmm. and you already have a list of things that you want God to do for you this yes. year, don't you? Many of us, 
have things we want God to do for us this year. But what are you going to do for God? <clears throat> How are you going to help promote the kingdom of God in 2020? Remember the word God spoke through prophet Haggai in Haggai chapter 1. Hallelujah. Verse 3 to 11. Beloved, Christ's burden will bring significance and purpose for us to be part of something greater, winning souls for Christ. The burdens we carry in our local churches promote the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. And Jesus Christ, as he called the disciples, when he encountered Peter at the shore of Galilee, Beloved, it lets us know that little become much. Little become much when we place it in the hands of God. Because these were fishermen, and all they offered Jesus was their boat. Hallelujah. But God made them what? Fishers of what? Man. When we serve God in humility. Hallelujah. Little become much. The word of God says in Matthew 23, 12, whoever exhausts himself shall be humble, and whoever humbles himself shall be raised to honor, which means the pride will be humble, and the humble will be excited. Why? In our service to God, we are to pay attention to the spirit of pride, because pride will cause us to become vessels for Satan to use us. Yes. Hallelujah. Pride will cause us to become vessels for Satan to use us because he is prideful. That's why God kicked him out of the heavens, why he wanted to become like God. Many today are walking all over churches, calling themselves servants of God, but they are the, the, the agents of chaos and confusion in ministry today. Why? Because of pride. Pride will cause a servant of God to seek his own selfish gain and interest instead of looking out for the world and the kingdom of God to be promoted or for, for the good of others so that souls will be saved for the kingdom of God to flourish on earth. Luke chapter 5, 10 says, <clears throat> and so were James, John, sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon, Peter. Jesus said to Simon, have no fear. From now on, you will be what? Catching men. When they experience that blessing, the breakthrough that broke their net, and they call people from all over, Fishermen that have toiled all night and didn't catch anything. When they obey the word of God, hallelujah. When they partner with Jesus and offer their boats for the word of God to be preached, they experience blessing, breakthrough, release, deliverance. Their life was changed from fishermen, from fi fish, from catching fish to catching men. Now you look at Luke chapter 5, verse 1 to 11, describe that encounter. So that's your homework assignment, to read Luke chapter 5, verse 1 to 11. 
Beloved, our call for action, mm -hmm. our call for action. One, service to God brings transformation. We should be encouraged that service to God can transform a believer's life to a great magnitude, breaking the spirit of life so we can experience abundance in every area of our lives. Because what? When we make the decision to serve God in sincerity and in truth, there's a power, there's a grace, there's an anointing God releases over our lives so that we'll be able to carry that burden for Jesus. Hallelujah. So that same anointing power and grace over our lives also touches certain areas of our life that we need healing, release, breakthrough. Maybe you have been asking this question for so long. What can I do for God? Some also have not paid attention to the reward we receive through serving God in ministry. When we do it as a sacrifice unto God. Mm -hmm. Beloved, in Luke chapter 5, verse 1 to 11, Peter and the man, this fisherman, experienced breakthrough. Breakthrough. The fish they caught when they obeyed uh, the commandment of Jesus, represented breakthrough. The calling or assignment of God requires his spirit and grace. It requires his spirit and grace so that we will have what? Strength and be consistent. Strength and be consistent. Hallelujah. I could, I could point out for the last 20 years, the, the number of times that maybe I have missed a service mm -hmm. or even when I was serving in churches that I wasn't present. Hallelujah. Maybe I've traveled or maybe my job did not, you know, permit me to be there that Sunday, even though, I, you know, I strive to be there. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. I serve with what? Consistency. Because what? The grace of God was upon my life. We should watch out so that the devil do not tempt us to just want to serve for the blessing. Mm. There's a temptation to just looking at the blessing. To, that's all you want to get is the blessing. Mm -hmm. But it should be done with a sacrificial heart. Mm -hmm. Because what? We love God. We should have the desire to support and serve God to work for God because what? We love him. He said, I first loved you before you loved me. By so doing, God who sees the heart will bless our work mm -hmm. and our service unto him. Hallelujah. Two, you already have in you what it takes. You already have in you what it takes. God always uses what we have which he gave us to achieve his purpose. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> when Jesus encountered Peter and the fishermen at the Sea of Galilee, mm -hmm. he requested for their boat because he saw the crowd, the multitude, and the best position to speak the word of God was to sit in, on the sea so that he would face the crowd. Mm -hmm. He needed a boat. Mm -hmm. 
and he saw this fisherman that have toiled all night, did not catch no fish. They were washing their nets so that they will anchor their boats and go home in misery and in worry. Because that day, there was no money to go and pay their debts. That day, there was no money to pay the bills. That day, there was no money to pay the hospital bills. That day, there was no money to put food on the table. Hallelujah. To pay for the utility. To pay for the car note. To pay for a need. Hallelujah. But Jesus requested for their boat. And they willingly gave Jesus the boat. Hallelujah. To preach the word of God. Hallelujah. Service God's assignment on earth, kingdom, requires us to partner with him so that his kingdom will be built on it. Luke chapter 5, verse 1 to 3. Do you think I have time? Yes. <clears throat> Luke chapter 5, verse 1 to 3. He said, now it happened that while Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, Sea of Galilee, with the people crowding all around him and listening to the word of God, that he saw two boats lying at the edge of the lake, but the fishermen had gotten out of them and were washing their nets, misery, pain. He got into one of the boats, which was Simon's. But this was a divine appointment, divinely orchestrated. Why did he not get into any other boat, but then into Peter's boat? Because at that hour, divine appointment had been unraveled and asked him to put out a little distance from the shore. And he sat down and began teaching the crowd from the boat. Our point three for call for action, even as we hear this word today, mm -hmm. something is to ignite in our soul, in our spirit, yes, yes. that if we want God's blessing to materialize in our life, if you want that New Year's resolution, the list of needs you are petitioning God to meet this year. If you want God that to happen, God's expectation is that you also serve him. You also put on that same list things that you are going to do for God. What are your sacrifices for God this year? Because the gospel is free. But the means to promote the gospel is very expensive. Yes. And God has designed and said that as he calls you into his kingdom, that you'll be a vessel that he uses to reach many, to promote his kingdom so that it will flourish on it. So our third call for action, passion is a sign of your assignment. What you have passion for, in the kingdom of God, in church, in ministry, is a sign of your assignment. Jesus commanded Peter to launch out into the deep. This instruction which brought the breakthrough and established faith also unravel their calling and their assignment. As we seek God about how to serve, <clears throat> signs to look out for is what we have passion for, 
What are you complaining always in ministry? What do you think is not being done right in your church? What do you think? What are you always? What are you always fighting over? I remember mine, but I knew, and as God called me to be a pastor, I began to develop a forgiving heart because most of us are in bondage and in captivity. We are carrying offense all over, not thinking that those things that offended us, God wanted us to jump in and help. It was our ministry. But because we were, our heart was not in the right place, we have seen that as an offense. I pray that the power of God will break any offense over your heart that you are carrying around because you were offended in ministry. Hallelujah. God was, it was a sign for you. It was your ministry to jump in and help. And as God called me to become a pastor, I realized that many of the things that I was offended about, many of the grudges that I held in my heart was an experience. It was a learning experience for me because I never thought I would become a pastor. That wasn't part of my, my plans. But God had that in my future and was using these church politics and these church Things that, you know, I was so passionate about that I thought was not being done right. It was God using it to develop me. Hallelujah. Because that was the thing that I was going to be dealing with. And if I had no experience of it, I wouldn't have the wisdom. Because when the proper imam in, in, in the church that now God has placed us over, I would say, oh, yeah. I saw this in the and in, in there's some church that I used to serve at, and I see exactly what the enemy is trying to bring. I will seek God for wisdom as to how to handle it and deal with it. And I remember when we moved from ministry to a, a ministry, I wanted to, uh, you know, when I would join, I, I wanted to speak my heart so badly about the experiences that we've had in this church. But guess what? When, when uh, 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 it was live church, but when Bishop called you, he gave you the opportunity to speak where you were coming from. Who, who are you? And that day we joined live church. Bishop did not give the, 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 the microphone for us to introduce ourselves and all that. But I thought it was just the doing of God. God knew that those experiences was gonna be gold, hallelujah for us. And I so much gladly happy that I did not spill out a poison in the environment, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So those experiences God wants to uh, use as a sign to let us know that that is your ministry. The usher, usher people are not doing right. That is your ministry. We are now online. Most churches are online. So when things you 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 click your church uh, broadcast and it don't look right, and you are complaining a lot, maybe God is asking you to jump in and help. Jump, that's your calling. Maybe the, the church uh, is lacking funds to 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 buy technology. 
so that they, they, they will represent God right online. Amen. You might think the video don't look right. It's because technology is very expensive. It's as, as we tell you how much we have spent to, 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 to represent God right and language church of God right online and Facebook, you will open your mouth. But when you see a video that is not looking right, don't complain. If you're going to complain, God is saying, hey, do you give to support this ministry? Look at your giving. How much are you giving to support the word of God so that the gospel will be preached online, Facebook, YouTube, broadcast in all ends of the world so that you will be blessed this year. Hallelujah. So when you see a sign that this is your ministry and you decide to join and you decide to support, the next thing will be following the instruction of God. Hallelujah. When you make a decision to serve, the next thing is to follow the instructions of God. Because remember, God is the one who had the game plan. The word of God says, obedience is better than sacrifice. God knows the outcome before he speaks. Launch into the deep. That's the instruction Jesus gave Peter. Launch into the deep. That was the commandment. That was the instruction. And they did just that. The command launch into them also means to know God in a deeper, satisfying level. Not only was Jesus commanding them to launch into the deep, but it was also symbolic of the deep levels that we could know God, and which will only come by obeying God's commandment, mm -hmm. having faith to obey his commandment, to obey his word. Walking in compliance with the word of God, not fulfilling the desires of the flesh, walking in spirit would take faith, trust, and believe in God that when all don't look right in the physical, that you still hold on to your trust and belief. It says, we walk by faith, not by sight. Hallelujah. So in this, the disciples walked by faith, not by sight. The tenants of the five senses physically. Faith comes by hearing. Hallelujah. Faith will only come. Your trust and believing God will only increase when you hear the word of God, the commandments of God, and you obey the doing. Beloved, when you obey the instruction, the first instruction, the Spirit of God will be released to lead you to fill in the unknown. That is what we are afraid of. That is why we hesitate to obey the Word of God, because we are reasoning and we are, we are identifying the unknown. What is going to happen? What is this? What is that? Uh, what is going to happen to my job? What is going to happen to my family? What is going to happen to this, to that? But when you obey the commandment of God, the first instruction, launch into the deep, they obeyed it. And what happened? They caught 
multitude of fish and their net broke. Why? Because God filled in the unknowns and he brought them to their place of destination. Place of destiny. Why? That night they have toiled all night and never caught a fish. You have been working on your own, using your own wisdom, using your own understanding, using your own knowledge. And that have not ended you anywhere. You have nothing to write home about. Hallelujah. But obeying the commandment of God to serve him, hallelujah, will lead you to your place of destination, a place of destiny, hallelujah, destiny, where you ought to be at, both spiritual and physical, in every area of your life, hallelujah. Abraham had the word of God, and faith sprang up in his spirit. Because he obeyed, God said, leave your family folk and just keep working to the place I show you I'm taking you. Amen. Hallelujah. God did not tell Abraham, oh, I'm taking you to Mexico. I'm taking you to Canada. I'm taking you to New York. He said, leave. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine if Abraham decided to reason out <coughs> leave your family to a place I'll show you. Could you imagine the unknowns that would have frightened Abraham? The unknowns that would have killed his faith. The unknowns that would have prevented him from making a move, from taking a step. And that's the dilemma most of us are experiencing right now in our work with God. The word of the Lord says, we walk by faith, not by sight. God's spirit will fill the un unknowns as you go. Hallelujah. As you go, as you take the action. Hallelujah. I pray God will give you a spirit of hearing this morning. Luke chapter 5, verse 4 to 7. He said, now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your net, hallelujah, for a drought, for a miracle, for wonders, for signs, for breakthrough, for release, for provision, for supply, hallelujah. And Simon answered, said unto him, Master, that should be your answer, Master, we have toiled all night and have taken nothing. Never delay at that word, I will let down the net. Yes. Hallelujah. And when they had this done, they enclosed what <clears throat> a great multitude of fishes and their net break. They have no space to contain the blessings. Oh my God, my God. That is how God wants to do us. That there is abundance, there is overflow. Mm. So that we will be a vessel of blessing, a conduit through which God sends the blessing yes. to touch many ends of the world. And they become <coughs> unto their partners, which were in the ownership that they should come and help them. Mm -hmm. And they came and filled both ships so that they began to sing <coughs> greater blessing. What a blessing. Everybody's life was touched. Overflow 
in, in, in multiplication. Yes, yes, yes. That's both began to say, so what they're going to do? Offload the fish into the sea again. They probably call more people, hey, come and offload some of these fish <clears throat> for us to throw it away. Come and get it. So that our boat could sail to the shore and we go and sell and that there will be dollars and that there will be provision to meet their needs that is confronted. But let's look at the net. The net represented what? Their investment. Mm. Peter and the other men, they walked on the word of God. Yes. The net represented their investment, their talent, their skill. But after allowing Jesus to use their boat to preach the gospel, Jesus gave them what? The directions as to how to make the investment for a breakthrough. It was not until they partnered with Jesus. It was not until they supported Jesus. It was not until they helped Jesus with their boat and the promised son, uh, uh, and, and, and even though they did not know Jesus, they were bringing water. Oh, Jesus, are you there here? There's some water for you. As he poured out the word of God, and people's life was impacted. Afterwards, Jesus said, launch into the deep. What were they going to use to launch into the deep? It was their net, their investment. Hallelujah. <clears throat> yes. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18. Let's look at it. It said, but you shall remember with profound respect the Lord your God, for it is he who is giving you power to make wealth, and that he may confirm his covenant, which is so solemnly promised to you and your fathers, as it is this day. <clears throat> Hallelujah. So the net was their business. They were fishermen. They were into fishing business. Their net was the education. The net represented their vision, their career, their job. No, this man, they were vested in their fishing career. They fall into a line of generation of fishermen. Grandparents been fishing. Great, 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 great. Grandparents have been fishing. Hallelujah. They probably have quite a great experience that they knew the behavior of the, of the fish. That is why they went to fish certain time of the, of the day. They didn't go during the day. <clears throat> they went at night. So that is why Peter told Jesus, we have toiled all night. The fish toiled all night. What does that mean to you? Mean nothing came out of their experience. Nothing came out of their own intellect. Nothing came out of their own understanding, their own wisdom. <clears throat> Nothing came out of it. But after Peter and the other man partnered with Jesus for the word of God to be preached, hallelujah, that is the calling this hour. They gain hope. Or say they did not present any argument. Mm -hmm. Right? Because they have gained hope. <clears throat> right? Their faith has been lifted. They've had the word preach. They've supported Jesus to present a gospel to the multitude. They do not present any argument against the instruction of Jesus. Obeying Jesus' command resulted in the catching of the great multitude of fish mm -hmm. and their net break. And their boats began to sink until they also 
of loaded the blessing unto others that were around. Hallelujah. They were blessed to become a blessing. That is what Jesus wants to do for you this day. If you obey this teaching, if you obey this word and serve God. Luke chapter 5, verse 7. So they signal to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats with fish so that they began to sing. <clears throat> Hallelujah. The multitude of fish they caught, they became a blessing to be a blessing. Hallelujah. How did they, be, they become a blessing to be a blessing? Not just at that time, but they became the foundation for which the kingdom will be preached to the world so that souls will be saved from what? Eternal lake of fire to inheriting the eternal kingdom of God, which is heaven. It says, and henceforth, ye shall be what? Well, uh, fishers of men. Henceforth, ye shall be what? Fishers of men. And when Jesus departed, the assignment to preach the gospel, to read the whole ends of the world, fell on the laps of the disciples. That indeed, what Jesus said came to material. How much time do I have? Let's look at Luke chapter 5, verse 8 to 11. <clears throat> when Simon Peter saw it, <clears throat> he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished and all that were with him at the drought of the fishes which they had taken. And so was also James, John, the sons of Zebedee, which were partner with Simon. And Jesus said unto Simon, Fear not from henceforth, that shall be catch, that shall catch men. And when they had brought their ship to land, they forsook all. And what did they do? They followed Jesus. The last Call, up, call for action, the form. He said, they dropped their nets. They dropped their nets and followed Jesus. This means what? They changed their vocation. They changed their career. Said, this man is wonderful. This man is great. We have not seen a man such as this. Therefore, we shall follow you for the rest of our life. So when we experience breakthrough, it is, a, it is what? For the salvation of our soul. Our breakthrough, our blessings, our healing, our deliverance is for the salvation of our soul. God does these things to help us establish a relationship with him. Hallelujah. Because they dropped their nets and followed Jesus because they knew he was not an ordinary man. Hallelujah. And that is why God does these things to establish our faith and our relationship with him. Jesus used the blessing to invite Peter to join him in ministry. Hallelujah. They yielded to Jesus because they knew Jesus was no ordinary man. And guess what? They dropped their nets, which means they left their vocation to follow Jesus. God is calling us to avail ourselves so that he can use us wherever we are. As you hear this word, to touch lives and save souls unto him. These men were confident that Jesus had everything they need and they can depend on him to provide for them. 
God's word shows that he has everything we need mm. and we could depend on him yes. to provide for us. Repeat after me. Jesus, Jesus. you are everything that I need. Or you could type it in. Everything. Jesus, you are everything that I need. Mm. Beloved, your confessions will bring your deliverance. What you confess. The word of God will confess with our mouth. Carry power to bring our, de our deliverance. Will you yield to Jesus today? My question to end this service this, this afternoon. Would you yield to Jesus today? Father, I, let me pray for those that are offended. Those that are held in bondage and in captivity. Because by serving, they've encountered some problems. And the enemy has used it to deceive them. And they are carrying unforgiveness and offense in their heart towards, you know, others, towards leaders of church, towards uh, some church brother or sister, uh, towards ministry. Lift you up into the hands of the Lord this morning and ask that as God delivered me from mine and gave me the understanding that those experiences was my school to become a pastor. I'm praying and lifting you up that God will bring understanding. God will bring healing. God will break every spirit of offense, unforgiveness over your heart. That you receive deliverance. That you receive deliverance. Hallelujah. And breakthrough. Release. Mm -hmm. So that you will once again pick up the baton as this call is coming for that that you go back where you left off and carry a burden for Jesus this year. God bless you. Hallelujah. Would you yield to Jesus today? The word of the Lord says, it is appointed for man to die and there's judgment after death. Amen. Call to salvation. Who is this Jesus that I'm talking about? Maybe you have as I was talking about being offended, you have left ministry, you have left church because of one problem or the other. You, you have uh, turned your back against God. You are mad at God. That's what I, I hear uh, people that are falling off their belief and their faith in God. I'm mad at God. Hallelujah. But those experiences was to bring the glory of God into your life. If you have given God the chance to work in your life. But the question that we're going to be asked when we die and we face God or Jesus, the judge, is what did you do with the name Jesus? Hallelujah. If you want to get saved today, if you want to know what Jesus has in store for you, if you want to know what it means, the name Jesus means, Open your heart and receive Jesus today. And the spirit of God will fill in the unknown as you go, as you continue your relationship with Christ. Dear Jesus, pray this prayer after me. 
Dear Jesus, I thank you for dying the cross. I thank you for dying on the cross. I thank you for forgiving me of my sins. I thank you for forgiving me. I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe that you are the Son of God. I invite you into my heart, dear Jesus. I invite you into my heart, dear Jesus. I invite you into my heart, dear Jesus. I invite you into my to be my Lord and personal Savior. To be my Lord. And I will serve you, Lord Jesus. And I will serve you, Lord Jesus. For the rest of my life. For the rest of my life. Hallelujah. This is a covenant you have entered into with Christ and he's expecting you to hold your end of the bargain that he will also fulfill his promises in your life. I declare you saved, angels in the heavenlies are rejoicing and your name has been written in the Lamb's book of life. Hallelujah. The book that will determine who goes to heaven forever in eternity and who goes to the lake of fire to join Satan and his demons in, in eternity. Revelation chapter 20, verse 13 to 16. Hallelujah. God bless you. We want to hear from you. Send us an email. Let us know that you got saved through this prayer so that we'll continue to support you in prayers. And if you need a Bible, if you need materials to support your newfound faith in Christ, we will send you materials to help you. Hallelujah. Read your Bible, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. It talks about Jesus you have received today. God bless you. Personally. Amen. What a powerful, powerful, powerful message. Carrying a burden for Jesus in 2021. And I believe that this blessed a lot of people out there, Pastor Daniel, because a lot of people, they become agitated and irritated, not just in their local churches, but everywhere they go. It could be in their workplace. It could be in relationships. They become irritated and agitated, and they're waiting for someone else to come up with a solution. Amen. But glory be to God, you are the solution. Amen. Oh, so yeah. as you are serving in your local churches, as you are serving in your community, if there is something that is agitating you, begin to seek the face of the Father and ask, how can I fix this thing? How can I be a blessing onto this ministry? How Amen. can I be a blessing onto this organization? Amen. Hallelujah. And don't allow the fear of the unknown to stop you yeah. because God is with you. Amen. The Bible says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Amen, amen and amen. amen. At this time, I just want to create um, the opportunity for you to go forth with your tithes and offers. The Bible says God loves a cheerful giver. Amen. And you know, as you are believing God to do great things in your life, amen. as you are believing God for great blessings in your life, you have to cast your net to the side. I don't care how many times you have been working at it. I don't care how many times you attempted it. Now is the time to cast your net and seek the face of the Father for instructions. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes, um, Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse six, it says, sow your seed in the morning and do not be idle with your hands in the yes. evening, for you do not know whether morning or evening planting will succeed whether this or that or whether both alike this is so powerful as i'm um, talking to you now go ahead and prepare your seat ask the father what is it that he would have you to give today and you can text to give the numbers 833-901-2082 
833-901-2082. Or you can go to lightwaychurch.com. That's lightwaychurch.com. Our information is already in the comment section so that you can go forth and sow your tithes and your offering. But as you do, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the seeds that are going forth right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, I thank you that even as your people are planting their seed in this good ground, Father, I thank you that you are visiting them in the name of Jesus, visiting their hearts full of offense and bitterness and anger and confusion and granting them a, a mind of clarity, granting them breakthrough, granting them peace, granting them turnaround yeah. in every aspect of their lives. Father, I thank you for what you're doing in the lives of your Hallelujah. people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen and amen. amen. Glory be to God. I want to offer this invitation for you. You know, prayer changes things. Amen. When you seek the face of the Father, something has to change. Amen. As we as Lightweight Church, we meet Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific time. And we want to invite you. We want to invite you to come and pray along with us. And the number we call is 515-603-5632. 515-603-5632. Please check your time zones as we are in Pacific time. But we just don't want you to come by yourself. We want you to invite your family member. We want you to invite your neighbor, that coworker. People look like they have it together on the outside, but little do you know they are miserable on the inside. They are looking for a solution. They're looking for a change in their situation. And you are the vessel. You're complaining that they're mean, they, they, they bitter, they grumpy. Who guess what? You have a solution to their problem. Prayer, glory be to God. So go home, go ahead and be a vessel of change and allow the Lord to use you because as you position yourself for the Lord to use you, it will open the doors for God to do greater things in your life. Glory be to God. Well, as always, it has been a blessing coming to you today with the word of God. Pastor Dan, you have any more announcements? Amen and amen. Well, we pray you have a blessed and prosperous Sunday. And we will meet you you next. Thank you for all your support. Amen. Next week, same time, same place. Be blessed. God bless you.